Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 33 of the Official Gears Podcast, where we're talking about everything from mouse ears to butterbeers. I'm Alan, and as of course, I'm joined by Brian, as usual, and we are the guys of Ears of Experience, or the Gears. And uh, we want to thank you for tuning in and listening as we begin our new year. How's it going today, Brian? I'm great. I'm excited to be back after my week off of being in Disney. Um, it was a horrible time and I missed being on the show. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> if you guys haven't uh, seen the video yet, we did do a little trip review on Tuesday about uh, my experience at Disney um, during a pandemic and during the holiday season, which is something new and different. Um, so check that out. But I, I'm excited to be back. Mike did a fabulous job. Um, and as your mouse experts, we're here to help answer all your Disney and Universal Destination questions and help you prepare for your next vacation. So in case you missed it, uh, Mike was on the show, like we said, and, you know, you guys were talking about everything that's coming new to Disney in 2021. Um, some of the things, still not sure if they're actually going to come or not. They were planned to. We're still waiting on word for some of those, but uh, definitely go back and check that episode out. And on this episode, we are joined by the wonderful Amy Cope to talk about Run Disney. So, Amy, welcome to the show. Yay. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Amy, uh, you're kind of one of our Run Disney experts, aren't you? Uh, I try to be. I've done a few <laughs> races here and there. <laughs> That's why we wanted to I have think you I'm, I think I'm on like 10 race weekends. So, yeah, I've done a few. Well, that's great. That's great. Uh, well, so we're going to talk about Run Disney in this episode. So, um, you know, we appreciate having you on and uh, giving us some more of your insight there. Um, for folks that uh, haven't met you yet or don't know, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, uh, how long have you been with Ears and where are you located? Sure. Um, I've been with Ears for six years now. Um, I started right after my daughter was born. So I kind of keep up with it from her age, makes it a little bit easier. Um, I'm located a little north of Birmingham, Alabama, so in the south, uh, try to stay in the warm areas. I don't like the cold, even <laughs> though it gets cold here a few days of the year. We, we still have snow um, around, so yeah, I hear you. No, I don't. We don't do snow. <laughs> Not at all. This place shuts down <laughs> in the snow. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, we started running, run Disney in, I think 2013 at the end of 2013. So we've been doing it for quite a few years now, but, um, I actually did one of our races that we did. Uh, I was pregnant with my daughter at the time. So Ooh. that was an interesting wow. race. Luckily it was early in the pregnancy, so it wasn't that bad, but, um, and it was just a 5k. That was all I was going to do. <laughs> for that just a 5k it was just it was a 5k ju <laughs> it was just a, well i say it was just a 5k at that point it was a it was the expedition everest challenge and that one was a 5k and then you pretty much did the 5k again with trivia questions throughout the race so wow. it was it was almost a 10k really but um that, that was a fun race that they used to have but yeah, six years with ears. Um, it's one of my, I call it my side hustle. This is not my main job. I actually have what I call my real job. I'm an interior designer for a um, architecture firm here in Birmingham, and we specialize in healthcare. Wow. Very cool. Well, I will say you are already tougher than me just doing a 10K while pregnant. So exactly. congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> not going to stand in your way. Tell you no. <laughs> anyway. no. 
what's one of the things you really enjoy about being an ears agent? Um, I mean, I think the best thing I enjoy about being an ears agent is having the other agents that help each other out because there's times where we all have issues like there may be a family issue and there's always somebody that can kind of help take that slack where you're not just like your own single person doing um vacation planning for people you actually have a backup so i like that part of ears and i think we all help each other out and there's no question that if something happens somebody's going to help you yeah definitely um you know we've had some interesting things happen to different agents um through the years and it's it's amazing to see how quickly um we kind of come together as a family to help support each other um when it's needed to not just in our businesses which i think is really great um we, we have some really cool people in this organization so that's pretty cool yeah. um what is one of your best tips for somebody um when you are planning a vacation for them uh, my best tip is don't stress and stop looking at blogs <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness the yes that's the I'm best like, if you have a question ask me first because the blogs can t take you down a rabbit hole that you yeah. do not want to go down yeah yeah oh. definitely like I said, we just got back um you know saturday and before we went mandy was all you know i was reading these blogs and i was reading this and i was like why i'm i'm literally sitting right across the table from you like <laughs> Why are you reading these blogs? So, yes. We read the blogs and, and hash out all the good and the bad of them. Yeah. I laugh. I laugh at a lot of them, honestly. So Yes, same here. There are a lot of things out there that just make you kind of go, what? Oh. <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, no. no. Yeah, there's some. I think the funniest one, uh, well, it wasn't a blog, but I was in the parks one day on a Jungle Cruise and there was a lady and she had her fanny pack on with her family and she was all decked out in her stuff, but she had laminated maps with the, like, um, and had it drawn on exactly her path of the day. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like what's, what is happening right now? <laughs> well, and, and they were on like camera. a ring, they were on like a ring chain and they were oh. clipped onto her fanny pack so she could just like whip them out and be like, here's the map. That's dedication. I've seen people oh. with spreadsheets too about, you know, I got to be here at this time. I'm going to be here at that. I'm like, no, you're, you're going to stress yourself out. You don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. I've had one client that sent me a f actual um, itinerary for the day that was every 30 minutes. And I went, I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reality is that's going to change when you get there. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to get your fast pass at nine 30. It's probably going to be nine <laughs> or 10, but you know, I mean, it's good to have a plan, but sometimes I feel like people read the blogs and they're like, Oh, well, I got to be here at this time and this time and this time. And yeah. yes, at some points you do, but there's a lot of hour windows so yeah. you can be a little bit more flexible. And I think people stress out about that a little bit too much, but you know, it all works out. I agree. A lot of time the blogs are just out of date. It's like those books, you know, they put those books out for 2021 or whatever. Well, those books were written back in March and April of 2020. So mm -hmm. they're, they're out of date already. And the same yeah. thing with the blogs that after, after two weeks or whatever, the blogs are out of date. 
and you got to get new information, especially now with the way things are changing. So I I try not to read the blogs, but sometimes I I do get sucked into catchy, uh, some catchy (laughs) wording or a title and and get sucked in, but gosh, they just, yeah, there's some some of them are bad out there. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to diss anybody, but if you're buying a book about how to do Disney world in 2021, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just kinda... it's probably not going to be right. It's so. going to be the same thing as 2020, honestly. It's just we're just yeah. going to repeat it and change the cover. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Maybe we'll get Ratatouille, and you know, <laughs> I think that one's going to happen hoping. probably sooner than later. I think. Yes, like, it, I it, hope it, it is. It looks ready. It, the whole area looks ready. I mean, I, I did. I climbed, kind of climbed over the fence, peeked <laughs> around the big partition that's up. And I, I had a guy come over and kind of look at me funny. And I was just kind of like, hey, how you doing? Um, You're I mean, that he was, guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he thought I was going to take off running. But uh, I mean, the streets are ready to go. All the lights are up. I mean, it, it looks ready to go. All, the, all they need to do is turn on the switch from the outside. Now, of course, when it comes to the restaurant and the actual ride, you, you don't know what's going on inside, but uh, the land itself, the area looks ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's been, you know, um, news that came out recently where they had a blogger that went, you know, behind the wall and mm-hmm. I mean, they, they kind of walked around and showed, you know, it, it it's ready. I'm sure it's ready. Um, yeah. It's, I think yeah. we're going to get that one pretty soon. Yeah. My hopefully opinion. I don't know anything, weeks. no insight, but. Oh, hopefully it's, before princess. Hopefully by mid February. Yeah, hopefully by mid-February would be really nice. Um, I just mm-hmm. missed uh, uh, Runaway Railway last year. Um, we were there um, in February, and you know, mm-hmm. Runaway Railway opened just a couple weeks later. I was like, oh, darn. But we did get to do it in October, so that was fun. That's fun. Yeah, we just got to do it in November, so that was the first time we got to do that one. And what did you think? Um, I liked it. I still think Rise of the Resistance is probably my like ultimate. Yeah, it was my absolute favorite ride. Where some people are like, "Oh no, Flight of Passage." Flight of Passage is—I mean, it's a good ride, but Rise of the Resistance is like top of the line for me. Yeah, there's so much technology going on in there. When I understand why they have a lot of issues, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of technology going on in there. And, and I always go back to um, Tower of Terror when Tower of Terror first opened. You know, as a former cast member. Um, <laughs> They had a lot of problems with Tower Terror when it opened. Um, <laughs> it is three different ride systems and computer systems that are all trying to talk to each other and make the, that building work. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of, you know, freaky things happened as part of opening and preparing <laughs> and stuff. You're like, yeah, it's crazy stories. Um, I thought Mickey Mini was a lot better than I expected. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I saw the videos before I went and I was like, <laughs> okay, it's cute, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it was probably like if I'd have, if I would have ridden it before rise of the resistance, I think I would have been like, oh yeah, that was cool ride, you know, like super cool. But since I rode rise of the resistance first, I actually went on opening day for it. I was like, just blown away. Yeah. And if you've been enough times, I've been several times now and you can tell when things work and when they don't work and like, oh, you didn't get the full show. (laughs) Yeah, it's still really good. That's cool. So another thing we like to do uh, moving on is we like to get to know our agents a little bit that join us on the show and give a little uh, insight into who you are. So in addition to just doing these getting to know you questions, we have a little fun set of rapid fire questions we like to do. Oh, this should be fun. (laughs) (laughs) And no pressure, no stress. So what we're going to do is we're going to do 
10 rapid fire questions. We want you to just give us your first, you know, first thought that pops in your head answer and move on. Um, if you want to elaborate on any of the answers, we will stop at the end and we'll come back because sometimes we have questions too. Um, but just okay. first gut answer. And um, Summer uh, and uh, Leslie are actually tied right now for um, the trophy on time. So no stress there. Okay. Uh, we're going to see how you do. And what happens is um, Brian will ask the questions and I will time and Brian is going to, or I'll start the timer as soon as Brian finishes the first question and we'll stop when we get your last answer. I feel like I'm trying to get like a pass for Rise of the Resistance or something <laughs> like my heart's like beating oh, really fast. Or I, I could, I could relate it to run, I could relate it to run Disney and say, I'm trying to get a bib for a race. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. That might be better. <laughs> no, it's pretty, so. it's pretty easy. Nothing like, crazy questions or anything no okay all right no, so. deep breath tell us if you're ready ready <sighs> okay all right you ready yep sure all right sure what is your favorite attraction at the walt disney world resort rise of the resistance mickey ice cream bar or mickey ice cream sandwich bar favorite resort polynesian funniest character to meet stitch People would be surprised you haven't done this at a Disney park. Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've done everything. No, I haven't done a stage show. Like one of the dining shows. I'm sorry. I haven't done that. <laughs> Best Disney soundtrack? Uh, Little Mermaid. Marvel Universe or Star Wars? Marvel. Disney villain you can become friends with? Evil Queen. Oswald or Steamboat Willie? Steamboat Willie. And before your vacation is over, you must what? Go to the Magic Kingdom one last time. Nice. You were right in there until that. Um, I know that you, you just done. like threw me for a <laughs> loop. I'm like, what have I not done? <laughs> I keep finding more things that I haven't done every time we go. I'm like, hey, wait, I haven't done that yet either. Let's do that. Yeah, the yeah. dining shows have just never like prioritized. So I don't know. Well, you were right at fifty-five seconds, so not in the top, but very respectable. Know. Very respectable yeah. time there. Yeah, um, we said we were going to do uh, Hoopty Who, but um, you know, of course, it's not open. We were supposed to do that one in February as well with everybody, but that would have been my first dining show. So I think that's the only one I've done. Little, I know that we didn't do bummed. Mickey Minnie's Backyard Barbecue, and we've never done. Um, the luau either so and i don't think anybody's seen said the evil queen no oh, she just kind of looks i don't know we've we've had gaston we we've had cruella um yeah well evil queen i don't Ursula. know she's got her got her mirror and stuff and isn't that the <laughs> right one yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm also, like, it's interesting which one that, is that? <laughs> that Rise of the Resistance is your favorite ride, but you're more Marvel. Yeah, I mean, well, there's, you know, I may change my tune on that when Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy opens. So we'll oh, see. Yeah. Yeah. I may, my favorite ride may change. It used to be Rock and Roller Coaster, but Rise put put, put it over the top. Yeah, yeah, we're waiting on that one. I'm ready. I know that one. that one looks amazing. Which I love the um, 
Guardians, the Tower of Terror, Guardians of the Galaxy at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. That's not one of my faves. So I saw the um, Halloween version that they were doing when I was out there a um, year and a half ago, I think. And um, I thought that was kind of interesting. So I don't know what the regular one is or how different it was, but I did find it interesting that, you know, it's, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout during the day. And then at certain point during the day, they actually close the attraction down for, I don't know, an hour and swap it over um, to the Halloween version for the evening, which I thought that was kind of cool. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that is cool. It was different. Yeah. Good job. I'm, I'm be interested to see if they bring any uh, character meets with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they will because they did in California. Yeah. So, and they yeah, had them great. at uh, One Man's Dream for a little while. Yeah, Star Lord and Groot was there. I don't remember seeing anybody else. Um, well, the big Groot is a pretty cool meet and greet. I mean, like the full size Groot. Groot. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. So they had full size Groot out there. They had Star Lord. I think they had Gamora. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if they had any of the others. They had. I know they I had three remember. of them. Star Lord and Groot, or, or well, Groot can just be an animatronic, but Star Lord and uh, Gamora could be easily done. Yeah. yeah. I mean they've I had feel like they should be able to have they them. had them at Disney World at Epcot when they did the um yeah. the Guardian soundtrack live yeah. show. Oh, that's right. so yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think they'll probably bring them back when the ride opens. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Well, good job with the uh quick fires. That was good. Yay. Yeah. Wasn't too bad. <laughs> no. Not it's all. not. So like I said, no pressure. All right, so uh, are we ready to start talking Run Disney? Let's do it. Sure. Right. So I guess um, we need to. Mm -hmm. As you say, go ahead, Alan. I like. I didn't realize that was me next to it. I thought that was you. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a part we'll edit out. But yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Amy, um, what is a Run Disney event? Tell us what that's about. So Run Disney is, um, to me, it's an, a unique way for you to be able to experience Disney parks from inside the parks and actually behind the scenes. You get to see kind of all of it while, of course, you're running or, I mean, you can walk it if you wanted to. Um, but, you know, you get to be with 20,000 Disney loving people in a race. So, you know, it's fun stuff um is that usually about characters? how many people it is is it, is it usually like a twenty thousand person thing or yeah i think um one of the last ones i looked up it was the half marathon had about twenty two thousand people wow for marathon weekend i think the other races are a little bit less than that but um about sixty thousand people over a weekend so wow for the for all the races um but yeah about twenty thousand people for the half marathon so lots of people, you know, fun music along the routes, fireworks when you start, and then you get to see some unique places that most people don't get to see at Disney. And uh, often I see pictures that there's characters along the way as well. Yeah, there's actually a lot of character stops. I'm usually in one of the later corrals, so I don't get to, to stop for a lot of them because <laughs> the lines can get long. My husband, he's he's the runner of our family. Well, actually, I guess my son is, but um, my husband is always in corral A, so he gets to the character stops when nobody's there, so he has tons of character pictures. Nice. Um 
and I was like, hey, Mark, what are some of your character pictures that you got? He was like, oh, I got a bunch. He's like, um, let's see. I've seen Flick. I've seen Br'er Rabbit. Um, I know he's seen Jabba the Hutt. Um, really? There's, yeah. Like, he, they have, like, a setup of Jabba the Hutt for the Star oh. Wars weekend. Wow. So you just kind of, like, come up beside him and take a picture. Wow. Um, it's mostly characters that you don't see a lot in the park. So like Darth Maul, um, Hook, you don't see him a lot. And then, I mean, they're going to have like Donald and Daisy and things like that on the course. Sure. But you're not going to get some of the ones that they have, like um, the White Rabbit. Sometimes they have, they have the Jungle Book uh, bears and the... Let's see, they did have the Evil Queen before, and they've had Moana. So you get to see, have a lot of interesting character stops, but the lines can get very long for the people that are in the later corrals. So you kind of have to pace yourself. So not it kind of messes up your time running. when you're running, right? <laughs> yeah. So you do have to pace yourself in your run, but you also have to decide, okay, do I want to stop for this one? Which one is really my priority? So, like, if Moana's the one you really want to stop for, I'm going to go skip Mary Poppins and go to oh, see cool. Moana. Yeah. And do you know beforehand which characters are going to be out there? Um, not most people kind of know just for based on like the race, like the 10K will usually follow portions of the same path that the half will. So, you know where those stops are. Oh, okay on the half marathon but most of them are kind of a surprise when you get come up to them they don't really tell you where or who they are before the race starts so essentially a run disney event is basically like if you were going to go do you know the chicago marathon or the boston marathon or anything like that um it's a big running event that happens over a weekend and um it's a little different because it's done at disney and you get to go through the parks and through backstage areas sometimes depending on the routes and there's characters. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they run different types of races. So a marathon weekend is actually four races. So you get the 5K on a Thursday, 10K on Friday, half marathon on Saturday, and the full marathon on Sunday. That's usually in January. And then the other races that they have throughout the year, which are Princess in February, Star Wars half in April, and then wine and dine in November are only three races. So you only get a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon in those. And you so can run them all individually. The full marathon is only once a year. Hmm. So it's in January. Um, of course, it's all virtual this year. Um, they've gone virtual for Marathon, Princess, and Star Wars so far in 2020. Um, we don't really know about wine and dine. They haven't even had registration. I don't think, I don't know. I registered for so many races and it's like a year in advance. I can't even remember what I've registered for. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did see, I did see that star Wars, um, the virtual star Wars has some, uh, registrations open again for a couple of different races for that one. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when they changed it to virtual, like we had our, we had actually done all of the Star Wars races at Walt Disney World. So, which originally, when they originally started, was the Star Wars dark side. The light side was at Disneyland. So, you ran the Disneyland one, you ran the 
Walt Disney World one in a year and you got the Kessel Run Challenge. Wow. So I actually have a huge um, framed thing of all my medals for the Kessel Run Challenge. We ran the last one that they did at Disneyland. So we have the, what, three, like 10 medals, I think. So I got a Coast to Coast Kessel Run and then the other, all the other medals to go with the two different races and it's it's huge <laughs> um but they quit doing all the races in disneyland a couple of years ago so there's none of those anymore but the yeah the star wars race when they went to virtual they offered everybody that was already booked to be able to change to virtual if you wanted so you got a little bit of a refund you still got your medals that you were going to get and then and your um uh, shirts and things like that but it would be a virtual race that you did on your own at home and then or you could just cancel your race so they still had openings I guess you would say for people to book after people canceled from the regular yeah, race yeah. bookings so that's pretty interesting Amy, how a did, lot of cool stuff how does a virtual race work so virtual race is you sign up for the race. You don't have to provide any kind of proof of time or anything like that. Um, whenever you want to run it, you can run it. You could do it, you know, a mile a day for 13 days, or you could do it how, if you want to go run a half marathon, go run a half marathon anywhere of your choosing. Um, I've actually seen people for wine and dine last year when it was um, canceled they were they kept their weekend at disney so they were still at the disney resorts and they ran the half marathon at the disney resorts so they just ran either the running pass walking paths or however they could to get a half marathon so they did that on property by themselves but the virtuals you could essentially do anywhere didn't have to be at disney yeah you can do them anywhere at any pace you want um disney for run Disney, they for on-site races they require a 16-minute pace. You need to meet a minimum of 16-minute pace. Some people that's walking. Um, that's a quick walk for some people. Um, I do typically like a run walk. I do intervals, so I run so many minutes and then I walk so many minutes. Um, that tends to work well for me, and I can, can sustain it for a longer time. The, um, the virtual, like I said, you can break it up. If you wanted to do like a 5K over a couple of days, you could do that. I mean, I guess essentially you could not do it, but and still get the medals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think most people that are doing Run Disney are doing it for the fun of the race and the actual activity of doing a race. So they do some type of exercise to get when they get before they get the medals um so they have some type of accomplishment and the yeah, medals are the, actually really nice yeah yeah the medals i feel like they've gotten larger over the last couple of years like they keep getting bigger and bigger i'm like this thing weighs like two pounds <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing with this but they actually, a couple of years ago, they changed the 5K used to be like a plastic metal and they changed it to an actual 
metal, <laughs> metal, metal, like the M-E-T-A-L. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they changed them. So they're really nice. I mean, you're getting a decent um, finisher metal for your races and it's, it, they're nice to display. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got mine. I did the virtual uh, wine and dine um, and just got my medal a couple of weeks ago and was surprised on, you know, how big it was for one, how heavy it was and you know, the quality of it. Um, I mean, they're, you know, universal. I've got a couple of theirs as well, but um, Disney's, are, I feel like are definitely better. Um, and I think I did, I did kind of like a walk run type thing like you did. Cause it was basically just kind of training for the princess. And I think I was right around, I was a little under 13 minutes for mine. Yeah. So I was dying the next day, but <laughs> and I, I got through it. So, yeah, I've, I, my son actually has a couple of plaques from Run Disney for, because he, um, I think the best he got was like second in his age group for the 10K. And then he's got like a fourth or fifth for the half marathon in his age group. So oh. he's um, he's got some nice little plaques that run disney sends you in the mail it's kind of nice getting them every once in a while you you open the mail and you're like what is this and it's like it was his plaque for run disney the the boxes with the t-shirts and the medals are huge yeah Yeah. so they i think they they try to make it even though it's virtual they try to make it something special for when you get them you're getting something that you feel like you've earned yeah so you mentioned the 5K, the 10K, the half, and the full, but there's some challenges that you can do when you sign up for a Run Disney event as well, aren't there? Yes. So most of them are the 10K and the half is the challenges for the um, like Princess Weekend, Star Wars Weekend, and Wine and Dine. The um, challenges for Marathon Weekend are, they have two different ones. They have the Goofy challenge which is the I believe it's the 5k 10k and half and then you have the dopey challenge which is a 5k 10k half and full marathon those are the crazy people and just for I'm like, like i can't even walk after a half marathon <laughs> yeah. how are you doing this yeah, yeah. full the next day that's crazy so for you know those of us who don't do this all the time the 5k is 3.1 miles the yes. 10k is 6.2 and yes. the half marathon marathon is 13.1 mm-hmm. right and then the full marathon is 26.2 miles yes way so too long we are talking about people who do all four in a weekend or all three in a weekend depending on what it is 48.6 miles for the goofy yes. crazy people crazy that's people. a lot of running yeah i i i I think all these people they just walk the 5k 10k in half and then they run the full (laughs) (laughs) that's still a lot that's that's pretty cool it's still a lot of running it is Uh, what is typically included in the registration fee for a run disney event um of course you get your medals that you're gonna earn and then you have a finisher t-shirt for every race even the challenges so if you did the challenge for star wars weekend and you did the 10k and the half you're going to get a shirt for the 10k shirt for the half and a shirt for the challenge so you get three shirts for that 
but you're also getting three medals at the end of it. You get the 10K half and the challenge medal. And then you had some people that would sign up for the Kessel Run Challenge. So that would have been a virtual half marathon with it. And you got the virtual half marathon medal and a Kessel Run medal, which is a lot of medals at the end. <laughs> All this stuff clanging together as you're walking around. You get patted but, down trying to get into the theme park. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> They typically like the winter races, so like Princess and um, Marathon and even Wine and Dine were always long sleeve shirts. They are not just like t-shirt material. They're actually like that no. tech shirt, you know, like the nicer shirts. Yeah, um, they're good quality. Yeah, and then the April race was always a short sleeve shirt. I don't I guess they figure it's a little bit warmer. I don't know. Um. <laughs> But then you also get a bib. I mean, your bib has, if your own site has a tracking chip on it. So they know when you started the race, when you finished the race, so that they are timed. Um, they actually track you through the race. So you'll have a tracker that you run over at every 5K portion of the race. So if somebody's following along to know where you are in the race, they know the times that you hit that 5K mark and they get an alert if they've set it up through run Disney, which is nice. So if you have people that are like, Hey, I want to watch you at the finish line. They know when you're getting closer. So they don't have to sit there for however long it's going to take you to run a half marathon. So I didn't know they did that. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah. So I always get these alerts from my husband and I'll be like halfway through a race and he's like finished. And I'm like, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> But yeah, I'm usually coming out of Animal Kingdom. Huh? Does he come back and finish the race with you? No, he just sits there. <laughs> I mean, he's like left me before. <laughs> he's like, I'll see you back at the resort. Thanks. I'm like, Great. he's too busy eating his ice cream bar. Exactly. But um, yeah, so usually I'm coming out of Animal Kingdom when he's finished. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, I mean, I, I'm like, I don't want you running with me, so you can just go ahead and go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you so you get, yeah, you get the bib. So they do track you during the race. Um, the, if you're running the challenge, that one bib is for the entire weekend. So that bib is your 10K half and so-called challenge bib. And they actually, when you pick up the bibs at, um, the ESPN Expo where they have the bib pickup they actually take a picture of you with your bib so that when you get to that after the last race and you go to the challenger medal tent they know you've ran the 10k you've ran the half and here's your picture saying this is you so you can't wow. really give it to anybody because it's your bib like nobody can go up and get your medal for that challenge race. So I do kind of like that. Um, they do have options that if you weren't there the day of race, like bib pickup and you got there for the race, they will have the bibs that weren't picked up at the actual race start. So you can pick up your bib there and they'll give you a band that day that is your challenge 
band and then once you get once you finish that race they'll check you off and cut the band off of you so that you know they know that they've given that that medal away i guess hmm. but they, they're really strict medals. about <laughs> yeah they're really strict about the um the challenge races and the bib swapping they're not going to let you just give it to somebody else you've got to pick up that bib with an id and be there to take the picture for it or either show an id to pick it up the day of the race wow and there's like a goodie bag and a playlist that come along with those two yeah they do have a virtual goodie bag which gives you like some discounts on shoes and different running items and then the virtual playlist i think they post it um on the run disney site so you got you have access to all of that stuff and then they also let you once you finished a race and all the times are put in they will have a finisher certificate where you can print it off and it's like official here's your time and with your name and everything so people print those off and have them framed with their medals wow but um one thing about Run Disney that I think a lot of people don't know or don't plan for is the actual race bib pickup because that can be a very time-consuming process. Uh, getting over to ESPN from your resort, they have buses that will take you from the resort over to ESPN, but they only run like every 30 minutes maybe mm. so it can take a lot of time to get over there and then if you're going early you could be standing in line to pick up your bib because of how many people are showing up at one time so we usually don't go on the day it opens for bib pickup we usually wait till like mid-afternoon of the day before the race we go over there Typically, I'll take Uber just because it's going to be faster, and they're not going to drop me off in the back nine for <laughs> for me to walk all the way into ESPN. Um, so Run Disney is not just running your races. It's actually all the walking you have to have to get your race bib, to get to the corral, <laughs> to get out of the corral, all this stuff. So, I mean... A marathon, I think the time we ran the marathon that day, I hit 35 miles that day is how many miles wow. I had either ran and walked between the buses, then the corral, the race, and then after the race, getting back to the hotel, then getting ready and walking around a park. That's uh, nine extra miles. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Which I mean, we walk a lot at Disney anyway. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, me hitting eight or nine miles a day at Disney is no big deal. I mean, because yeah. we walk a lot. But when you add that into having a marathon, that's a lot of miles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely is. Uh, yeah. So, are the Run Disney events just for kids, or just for adults, or can kids do this? Or um. They do have kids races. Every race weekend has a kids race weekend. Um, they actually go down to a diaper dash for kids under one year old. Um, and then they go up to 13 years old. They have a 100 meter dash. They have a 200 meter dash and then they have a mile race. So any, any of the kids from like age four to 13 can do the one mile run. Wow. 
and those are all held over at ESPN's the wild world of sports so they don't run those through a park they're all over at ESPN and I feel like Blaine could do very well with the um with the mile run I think he could do very well he's we we're gonna probably sign him up for cross country because he cannot walk he doesn't know how he just (laughs) is like just gone every time he's like able to stand up and go um, and it's just like slow down, slow down, slow down. So cross country, I think is going to be in his future and, you know, run Disney event for the one mile, I think is something he's definitely capable of doing. Yeah. My son's been doing run Disney since he was, let's say 17 now, <laughs> so probably tw- about 12, maybe he's been doing run Disney. Um, and my daughter, her first race at, um, doing run disney was she really probably should have done the diaper dash but she could barely walk <laughs> <laughs> barely walk so we uh the parents get to go out there with the younger kids for the dash um the 100 meter and 200 meter dash so there's no worrying about hey i'm gonna lose my kid <laughs> the meter dash Somewhere out when they're time. a year old the par- a parent actually gets to go with them but the once you get to the one mile run they do there's no parents in those races that race so um but they do check a bib they have a way of you have the bib number for your child so if a child gets misplaced and you can't find them a cast member is going to be there with that bib number and you just check them (laughs) off they they make sure you got the right kid (laughs) i'm not worried about blaine blaine knows that park better than most adults i feel like so i think my six-year-old does too yeah uh, he's good on that. So uh, he can get on a bus from, you know, one of the all-stars and get at the park and get back to the, the resort and be completely fine. I would, I would bat an eyelash. So um, but that's, that's good that you can know they can track them though. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea about that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking about all these events. When do these usually happen? So I know we kind of talked a little bit about the different times of the year, but when in the day do they happen? Um, let's see. I get to a race around 4.30 a.m. Oh. And they start around 5.30 a.m. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're super early. Um, the buses start running around 3 a.m. Uh, from the resorts. So you get to a race very, very early. Um, they like you to be there an hour before the race starts. So that you can get in, get bag checked, um, make sure that you've got your bib on, all that good stuff and get in your corral and people get there super early. I've gotten, we've done so many races, we kind of get there at the last minute. (laughs) Um, So we just wait, but it's been nice the past couple of years because they moved a lot of the starts to the of. the parking lot at transportation and ticket center so when they did that you could walk to the start line from the polynesian and from the grand floridian and i think you could actually walk from shades of green but it was so nice because you didn't have to like get on a bus super early we slept 30 minutes extra (laughs) and then just walked over again more walking but (laughs) Um, it was really nice because you didn't have to worry about that. Oh my gosh, am I going to get on the bus on time? Am I going to have to wait in line for the bus? All that stuff. You could just like walk right over whenever you got ready to. So, 
Um, that's been one of the nice perks the last couple of races that they had. So we always would book the poly and it started getting, everybody started figuring that out and they started booking the poly and you're like, oh, I got to book it early. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they're, they're early start times. They used to have night races. Wine and Dine used to be a night race actually. And it was so nice. I love that night race. That would be it really cool. At like nine yeah. o'clock at night. Well, and part of that is because, like you said, they go through the parks in a lot of the cases. So they really need to get that done and out of the way before the parks open, right? Yeah, they do. Now, um, for us Lake Corral people, the parks are open by the time we're finishing. <laughs> um, I have come through uh, Hollywood Studios as the park was opening. And Disney does a great job of managing the guests of the park and managing the racers. So they always have cones set up to try to keep you on one side of the park where you can get by without having guests trying no to worries. go through the racers and all that <laughs> stuff. And they do this nice little thing where they'll, they do a switch where if they need to get people from one side of Epcot, like from one country to the other, they will do a switch where they get a group of the guests together and they kind of corral them in a little, in a little area. And then they'll swap the racers to another, to go around them a different way so that they can move those guests across. It's actually a really cool system to see, see them do it. But yeah, they, they always have a way to make it work to get the guests where they need to go and get the runners where they need to go. <laughs> but going through the parks, for the most part, you're there before the sun comes up and the parks are not open. Um, the marathon and then toward the end of your races on the half marathon, they will be open. So they do have guests coming in and out. But the, it's, I mean, they do, they they got it figured out. I don't, I mean, they just, they have Disney a good has system moving down. people down to an mm -hmm. art. <laughs> yeah, no and it, it, they make it work. It's amazing. I'm gonna need a lot of Mellow Yellow when that time, like when that time comes. <laughs> just, just throw I thought it you out. were on the Mellow Yellow wagon. I thought you were off. No, it. they just all they're I'm gonna give you it. is Yellow Powerade. You can just think that oh. it's Mellow Yellow, I guess. I'm, I'm off the Yellow, the Mellow Yellow for the time being. But it, it, that I did get an idea while we were talking about going to the parks, though. They should do like a Disney Tough Mudder. Where you've got to like jump over strollers oh and run through like you know the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular and you know run through the fountains and the the, the lakes in the middle of the park and that'd be oh pretty gosh fun. like <laughs> yeah. avoid the alligators yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the uh, you know the lake um, Echo Lake and Hollywood Studios um, that one would be pretty safe yeah uh, you know they, they could do some pretty okay. cool things if they went into a tough mutter. Yeah, I think that would be fun. I would definitely sign up for that. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. I don't know if I can clear a stroller or not, but it'd be it'd be funny to see try. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things I think is an extra added bonus to run Disney is how people dress up for the races. Yeah. I'm not one of those people that dress up. I'm like. I'll need comfort more than anything. So I have like the same stuff I wear when I'm at home to run a race, but you have, there are so many people that dress up and they are such inventive costumes 
Um, I think I've seen a Chewbacca before. Um, say, the, the Star yeah. Wars fans, I think, are the hardest one, like the most hardcore. Uh, I mean, the ones that up. the Princess Leia in the yeah. bikini outfit is insane watching somebody run in that. Just, just... Yeah. Well, I've seen some <laughs> um, amazing princess costumes too for the princess people that do it. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, the princess people do pretty good. Um, I've seen the rat, somebody's dressed up as like the chef in Ratatouille. I can't remember his name. Sorry. Remy. But yeah. he had like the, um, Remy Ling on Linguini. like a. Yes, Linguini. Oh. He had Remy like on a handle that he carried the whole race. And I'm like, how are you carrying this? this <laughs> but they have, I mean, people go all out. And especially like if it's like a group of people, they usually do like a theme. Like I've seen the Incredibles yeah. Yeah. Um, before, uh, things like that. So yeah, people have fun with their race costumes. Um there are guidelines, of course, like you don't, you can't wear like a mask and stuff, but um, yeah. yeah, I think I, I think the, the weirdest one I saw was when they had the Tower of Terror 10 miler, uh, it was a night race and it was, it was so hot. I mean, it was, I think it was like 90 degrees that night when people were running and this guy had on like a fur loincloth running <laughs> with fur boots and I'm like, what is going on right <laughs> but it was interesting i mean i'm not one of those people but i enjoy watching those people <laughs> yeah it's definitely fun to watch the people watch those people but i can't yes it is you know they're, they're trying to get us to do some kind of princess costumes or something like that for ours and i was like absolutely not no i'm not wearing a tutu nothing like that <laughs> Like the he best I'm gonna now, give you is you like know. a um, I'm gonna give you like maybe a theme shirt, and that's that's about the yeah. extent of my dressing yeah. up. But yeah, so you didn't want to wear a sparkle skirt? You weren't into no. That? I I can do the Kristoff. I can do the Mad Hatter. You know, I can act a fool. In, you know, in, in, in a small group for conference, but I'm not dressing up like a princess or wearing a tutu or nothing that can be seen by thousands of people and will go on um, social media forever. That's not happening. He says yeah. that now, but you know, we'll, we'll see. No. We'll see. No. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's no. been known well, to and, be coerced into things. Yeah. And, you know, Run Disney has a couple of extra things that they do. Well, I mean, there's one in there. There was one in Paris. Um, hopefully it's going to come back. They used to have a Disneyland Paris run weekend. So that one, of course, got canceled with COVID um, last year, but it was typically in September um and i think it was on its fourth year and they were bringing in a um disneyland paris princess race that was going to be in the spring um they didn't have that one so it's maybe next year we'll see yeah, the website currently has a um, disneyland paris run weekend listed for fall of 2021 but that's all it really says yep so that'd I've be about there. right september it's been a while but it's a beautiful park i can't wait to go back up yeah there. we went there probably uh, 10 years ago it's it's a it's it is a beautiful park i think it'd be great for a race especially since the parks are really close to each other yeah so you can just run in one and out to the other um but yeah i think that'd be a great race we were actually thinking about doing pr the princess one and then you know the world fell apart so <laughs> we didn't yeah. do that 
So what do you say um, makes the Disney races so much more magical and different than other races? Um, I mean, really, the I think the characters make it more magical, but just being in the parks, you know, you can go run a race anywhere that's through your city or um, even in your hometown or just around a, a track. But just being in the parks and seeing that magical place that you're running through is what makes it so much more special than just running, you know, around your track at home. That's pretty cool. And the photo ops and things, that's pretty awesome. You don't get too many photo ops on most races. Yeah, no. Most of them, they take a picture of you running and that's about it. Now, we do get... Um, I will mention that if you do have Memory Maker, all of your race photos are included in Memory Memory Maker, so you can link your race bib to your actual uh, the app, and then all of your photos will be on there for the race. So it's a great way to get all your race photos. It used to be where you'd get race photos and you'd have to sit there and scroll through and find yourself, and then you had to pay twenty dollars for one picture. Oh, yeah. um, so now. I mean, I'm a typical race. I probably have over 50 photos wow. from one race. So they're constantly taking pictures in the park. I mean, I have great photos of Tower of Terror behind me or uh, the ball in Epcot behind me. All They do a good job of stationing the photo pass uh, photographers in places where you're going to have a good backdrop. And it's not just you on a right, you know, just on the road. That's pretty cool. Yep. Um, just knowing that the, you know, there's special characters that most of the time you can only see at the Christmas party, the Halloween party on a cruise, something like that. Um, being able to see those extra characters that you don't see in the park is, uh, to me, makes it worth it. You may not get to stop and take pictures with them all the time, but I mean, like you said, if you just pick one out to race or, you know, maybe two out of race and, and hit those, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it does add that a little extra magic that you might be looking for. Um, and you know, people will say like, Oh, those races are so expensive. I mean, yeah, they're, they're really a little not. bit more pricey than some races, but you're getting a high quality medal. You're getting to be in a park that is closed for the most part. So you're yeah. getting to see things in a way most people don't get to see it. Um, you get nice shirts they're not cheaply made and you're getting those character interactions like you said so you're not you're getting a lot for the amount of money and then just thinking about how hard it is for them to close a road at disney yeah. <laughs> and get yeah. people from place to place it takes a massive amount of people to put that race on so you're paying to keep all that running and run disney also benefits a charity for the most part so every yeah. race benefits a charity so you are doing your part to help others by purchasing that race bib and you're having fun yeah the two things i want to touch on that you you just mentioned um you know to me running a marathon through a city or you know something like that a zoo or something you know, that's, that's fun. I guess it could be fun. I don't know. I've never really done one. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's running, but to me, I think of it as the Halloween party, you know, how often do you get to trick or treat at Disney? 
you, you once a year you have that opportunity and it may come around every couple of years for you because mm-hmm. you know, of budget or whatever. How often can you run through Disney? You know, one of the four parks. I, I don't think you, I mean, you can put a price on it, but I don't think that price is, is, is overly expensive, at the, you know, to me to run through Epcot, uh, you know, something like that. I, I didn't even think about the price when we signed up. And then you mentioned the charities, um, when you go to sign up for uh, a race, you can actually go through a charity of, you know, some, I think there's about 15 or 20 different charities that you can choose mm-hmm. from, pick something that you, you're, you're passionate about and sign up to race under their charity. So that way, you know, they get the benefits of you running for them. Um, you just don't have to just, just go and run if there's something you're passionate about, whether it's, you know, kids, diabetes, or, you know, cystic fibrosis, or whatever the, the, case may be um there's a charity out there that's willing to to, to sponsor you and and let, and let you run under their name yeah and you're raising money for them so mm-hmm. anything you can do i mean the race is already benefiting certain charities it's usually the food banks um the last couple that i've done have been uh the central food bank of florida i believe uh but the race charities when they have the bibs they're always um just asking you to raise a certain amount of money to help them and it's really not that much um because we looked into it when we were trying to get bibs and i I think some of them were as low as like a hundred bucks is all they asked you to Mm -hmm. raise or if or raise it by by team like a thousand dollars per team and you can have like 10 people on your team so that's a hundred dollars per person or whatever um and that's easy to get usually yeah yep What have um, I missed? <laughs> well, so we, we talked a lot about running in the parks, but there's actually an opportunity to run while you're taking a Disney cruise as well, correct? Yes. So it, every Disney cruise that stops at Disney's Castaway Key has the opportunity to run the Castaway uh, 5K. Uh, we've done that a couple of times on some cruises that we've taken. Uh, it can get a little sticky hot down there, but it's it's yeah. a nice time. Uh, you get to get off early before everyone else gets off the ship. So doing that, you can go grab your seat if you're fast enough on the beach and uh, get your towels and stuff set out and then get back to the start line. So that kind of gives you a little bit of advantage. But it's, I mean, they give you, it's no cost, I believe. I don't remember ever paying for it. Um, I they give you a little medal. It's not, it's a plastic medal, but you know, you get a bib and you get a medal and something to take away from your cruise line adventures and they've got showers after. So you can kind of shower off or just go dip in the ocean. I mean, you're and it's already a way to run off some of the food that you get on the ship. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Or throw yes. it up one or the other. Exactly. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> so they have that like every cruise that stops there. So that's not something that is every other cruise. It's every cruise, but they do have the Castaway, Castaway Key 5K Challenge, which goes along with the marathon. So if you're doing the marathon weekend, you can do that challenge for the um, ship that leaves the Monday after the marathon. So you would have to sign up for that separately yeah. through Run Disney. So that's actually a Run, Run Disney event. Yeah. Hmm. Now I can't one. remember for the, for the Castaway K one, um, the 5k, 
do you sign up for that before you get on the ship or is it something you sign up for as soon as you get on the ship? I can't remember. It's been a little while. I've always signed up for it as soon as I got on the ship. I've never got, I've never done it previously. I don't even remember. I couldn't remember if it was on the, the yeah, I couldn't remember if you treat it as an excursion or if it's just something that you do. No, I don't think so. I think you can just sign up for it that day and I've never seen them turn anyone away from doing the 5k even the day the morning of so you just meet up at one location that they tell you to usually at one of the clubs they make you sign a waiver um they give you your bib and then they group everyone together and then take you off the ship before the rest of the passengers can get off that's cool you get to run on the airstrip and all that stuff there yeah it's definitely less than 20,000 people. That's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes, definitely. It's more like 200. Okay. Yeah. That next one was you. You want to take it? Well, no, I was going to say you want to take it. Okay. Go ahead, take it, and I'll do the next one. Okay. Uh, so, Amy, if, if I'm not in shape enough to run an event, does, is there a way for Disney to help out with that? No, I'm, I'm, I mean, this is, this is, we're talking about me here. Like, this is me. So, I have worked out three days in a row now, but I still am not ready to run a marathon. So. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm not in shape enough to run. <laughs> but there is a program by Disney, right? Yeah, so Disney partners with Jeff Galloway. He's, um, I believe he was an Olympic runner. Uh, he's actually usually at the at the expo, so you can meet him in person if you want to. But he has a training plan, which is a um, interval training, which is means the run walk plan. That's his training plan. Um, it's like I don't know, fifteen to twenty weeks long, something like that, for his to get you ready. And he has different ones for if you're just doing a 10K or mm -hmm. if you're doing Dopey. He's even got a training plan for that. So there's always a way for you to find training plans. I mean, you can Google anything, but Run Disney does give you options on their website that are training plans that have been proven for people to work, to work for them to get through all these races. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, we're talking a lot about Disney and what goes on with the run Disney events, but we just want to point out, kind of like we mentioned, that um, Universal also does running Universal. So you can do uh, running events at Universal Studios Hollywood or Orlando. Um, so you can check out the Running Universal website. We'll put links for Run Disney and uh, Running Universal in our show description. We were actually fortunate enough to do the uh, Universal's um, trolls that went virtual. Um, it was actually our first kind of marathon for, for Disney or Universal. Um, and I signed up for all three that they had. Um, and one of them was the kids version for it. And my kids got to participate and got a little um, certificate, I guess, saying they, they ran it. I think it was a thousand, um, something like that. It wasn't, it wasn't very long at all, um, but it took Blaine like three minutes. So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that when go. they bring back in-person races, I think that'd be awesome to run through Harry Potter and all that stuff. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those would be some great yeah. pictures. Yeah. Exactly. It would. Yep. 
So if you've been listening to the episodes as we go on through December, we're kind of carrying on and finishing up here. Um, we do have our mystery popcorn buckets that we were giving away with the uh, mystery character in them. So if you've been listening, we have one left to do. Um, we've given four different keywords and they put together a phrase. So um, we have all of those now. Brian, should we tell them the phrase or no? Make them go back and listen. Um, I want to say, let's, let's just go make them go back and listen. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Because some of them, I feel like maybe Nick and, and Kelly, they might they might have all four words. But I think um, they do. Let's, let's just see. Yep. Yeah, so we if had we don't get words. a winner by Tuesday, then I'll, I'll we'll post it. Yeah, we had, we had four words, one per episode. Uh, if you put them together in order, they come up with a phrase um, and you tell us that phrase in the comments and we will enter you in the drawing for the final popcorn bucket. So, yay. Yep. Yay. Yep. Um, it looks um, like a cool bucket. So enter to win. And I, I'm still waiting to see. I actually had one extra and I opened it to see who I, you know, would, would get as the, maybe get the mystery character that's in it. And I didn't, I got the lady from Atlantis. Um, was kind of disappointed. I asked Abigail if she wanted it and she just kind of threw it on the floor. So <laughs> it's like, this was not the best of yeah. the Disney movies. It was, it was decent. No. But... Yeah. I don't watch she actually looks like she belongs in Avatar, honestly. She does. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so just a couple quick things to talk about as we wrap up here. Um, there have been a couple new promotions uh, announced. So if you haven't seen that, you want to make sure you're aware of it. Uh, Disney is doing um, a get two-day free ticket right now. So uh, make sure you uh, check into that. I was able to um, add that promo to some of my clients that are going and saved them $1,500 on a trip. Um, granted there was 10 people traveling and it was multiple rooms, but, um, yeah, just that promo alone saved one of my bookings, $1,500. So, uh, check into that. And there's also some, uh, price, uh, options where if you're going, you can, uh, save up to 30%, uh, on travel up through July, early July. So make sure you reach out to, uh, any of us, if you have information, you'd like to know more about those. We're happy to help you out with them. I was actually able to save um, $600 on average for my clients uh, with that new two-day ticket promo. One of them, I was actually able to save um, it's about $700 and get them a fifth day. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's a wonderful promo. So if you guys are thinking about going to Disney, and it, the promo lasts through the end of July, correct? Yep. Yep. Um, so, the two-day, I thought, was longer than that. I think it's through September, isn't it? Is it through September? So, I mean, it's, it goes quite a way. So if you guys are thinking of anywhere in, you know, early 2021, 20, summer of 2021, now's the time to go ahead and get it booked. Um, there's a Disney visa promo out there. If you have a Disney visa, I think it saves you upwards somewhere at the 35 to 40% on your resort. Um, we were able to take advantage of that and um, it saved me $90 a night uh, at our art of animation resort. So that one does expire or, or you have to book by the end of sometime in the end of February, I believe. Um, but, uh, it's, I mean, 30 to 45% off your room on some of these promos is pretty good deal when you're talking $200 a night. Mm -hmm. And if you're stuck in the cold, like I am in Chicago, um, <laughs> there is a promo for Alani as well. So, um, reach out to us and let us know if you're interested in that. Anybody wants to go out yep. to Koalina? Hawaii and go see Alani. We'll help you out with I'm that. I'm hoping well. in April I can go. It's my 20th anniversary, so hopefully I can go in April. Oh, congrats. <laughs> we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Great. Definitely. Oh. 
So I think that just about brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening and feel free to comment with your own thoughts and let us know how it's going. Um, be sure to catch us next time and we'll have a special treat in store for you. Um, we're going to do trivia night. We're going to do a live trivia night and we're going to get our kinks worked out for the live. Um, so we're inviting you to join us uh, to uh, live to answer Disney movie and parks trivia questions. So we're going to have some fun with that. And we're going to be asking you guys questions. So exactly. last time you were, you asked us questions this time we're flipping it around and we're going to ask a, a bunch of movie and, and park questions to you guys. Uh, so it should be lots of fun. Um, Keep a lookout for the Saturday showdown tomorrow, which is going to be Hulk coaster versus rip ride rocket at universal love. Absolutely. You just absolutely love both of those rides um, for Hulk many different reasons. Day. Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm a Hulk. I, I like the Hulk too. Um, I think the Velocicoaster is going to trump Hulk when it comes out though. I hate yeah, to say that, that those, but I think it's going to. Those photos today that were, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it, it does. Um, I will be making a tasty treat from a Disney park. Um, it's going to be uh, peppermint marshmallow sticks and we'll be putting that on our YouTube channel. Uh, I actually have a picture of when I, you know, got married about 10 years ago that Blaine recreated that we're going to be putting it on there to see who <laughs> rode the um, speeder at Hollywood studios better. Uh, and then um, we're going to do, you know, our normal trivia on Thursday. And of course, like Alan said, um, you know, the, the trivia, uh, next Friday as well. So lots of things to keep a lookout for uh, on our Facebook page. So if you're not following it, please make sure you are and um, can't wait. Yeah. So as usual, we're going to say uh, if you enjoyed the show and you think, you know, somebody else who might enjoy it as well, please share the episode with them and uh, let us know your comments and thoughts. We always like hearing from you guys. Um, you know, all of our information and our contact details are available in the show description with links to um, run Disney and running universal. Uh, Amy, we want to thank you so much for being our uh, Run Disney expert and joining us on this episode. Yeah, it was yep. fun. Thank, thank, you. thank you so thank you much. And a lot like of great Jeannie information. Said, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And like Jeannie said, today's special moments are tomorrow's memories. That's right. Good job. Well said. Well said. And, and anytime you go to Disney or Universal, you're always making special memories. So, like that. Anytime you go on any vacation, but especially to Disney or Universal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and um, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs>